Hi. So today's uh, episode is part two in the in the series about having difficult conversations or difficult conversations made easy. And today we are talking about how to manage the conversation while you're actually in it. So during the conversation, some best practices. So in the previous episode, we talked about how to prepare for it. And you might, if you might remember, if you listen to it, uh, the six different steps that we talked about, some of them were, for example, to make sure that you have a clear goal, that you check your assumptions and that you're not judgmental, that you try to understand and also anticipate the other person's goals and needs, uh, and that you're paying attention to communication styles. Those were some of the points that we talked about last time in the previous episode, and you may want to revisit that to remind yourself. So yeah, so but today we are in the conversation. So you so let's imagine that you're now having the, the so-called difficult conversation. And perhaps you are connected by video conference because that's a lot of our communication still take place through VC and through video conference. So remember uh, to make sure that you can hear each other, but also that you can see each other, I would say, especially for conversations or uh, discussions that you have that are of very sensitive or important or difficult nature. It's really important to also see each other. Uh, because there's a lot of value and important messaging uh, communication that happens with the nonverbals and especially with building trust to actually see each other and to try to minimize misunderstandings. Okay, so we're in the conversation. So let's talk, uh, talk about a few things that might be helpful to manage the conversation and to succeed in it so that the outcome would be what it is that you, that both of you hopefully would be happy with, that it's a beneficial outcome for both of you. So first, remember to have a positive and open mindset when you are in the conversation, when you're having this interaction. So assume the positive, and especially if you are having a discussion about something that happened in the past and you need to clarify what happened, perhaps if it is a performance discussion with someone, it's about their behavior, there needs to be a change, but still assume the positive, go in with it with a, with a positive mindset and also positive thoughts about the person. And again, check those uh, assumptions and stereotypes that, that you might carry with you. And also assume the positive, that there will be a positive outcome. So remember that we talked about visualization also last time. And then think about how you are communicating or what is it that you're communicating, both with your words, your tone of voice, the way you speak, but also your body language. So think about how you communicate empathy. And empathy means that you go in, that you are going to the conversation or you're in the conversation with a will and an open heart and mind to understand the other person and to understand their, their point of view. So again, check your uh, judgments. So you so try to avoid opening a conversation or being in a conversation and making a lot of judgmental statements or that can be perceived as judgmental. Uh, communicate the topic and topic and purpose clearly. So you want to early on, uh, preferably when you prepare for the conversation and that you have had you have decided to have this uh, discussion, you've already clarified the topic 
topic, but at this point, it's also while you're in the conversation, it's also important to to kind of check in that you both know why you're there. What is it that you're going to talk about? What's the what's perhaps what's the desired outcome? Why is it an important uh, topic? What is the reason you're there? So you know, clarify this both from your point of view, but also uh, make sure that the other person or that both of you or all the parties in the discussion have the opportunity to talk and to share what they understand, what the topic is, the issue is, and what the goal or the purpose of the conversation is. So, so again, to check any assumptions any that you might have that are incorrect about why you're there. And what, what the uh, why, why the reason, what the reason is. Uh, so, then another aspect that can be a little more complicated is managing your emotions. And I want to return to what we talked about last time, which also was about uh, checking your triggers. So to think about what might trigger defensive, defensive emotional reactions in you. So to think about that before the conversation, while you're in it. And remember to think. Remember to be. Remember to manage your emotions. Meaning, meaning basically, what I'm talking about is emotion regulation. So have your have your coping skills ready. Have thought about first again what the other person might say or think or what you might misunderstand that could trigger a defensive or combative reaction in you. And if you're noticing that it's happening, uh, remind yourself what you can do to calm yourself down. What are your what are your coping mechanisms? Everything from just taking a deep breath, taking a break. That's a very good one, actually, to even just delay your answer, uh, to take some time to think about what the other person said, and even step outside, leave the, take a little break if need be to gather your thoughts. But, but really think about what are you, what coping skills have worked for you in the past to manage your triggers. And this can be fairly tricky. It's not easy. And especially if it's in a very heated conversation, but but try to, and you again, you want to think about this in advance. So we have thought about, okay, if I'm getting really angry, if if I'm getting frustrated or triggered by something the other person is saying, what am I going to do? How do I notice? What's the signs? How do I notice that I'm getting frustrated and perhaps defensive? Uh, maybe there's some, or often we have a physical reaction first. Perhaps we our our heart rate goes up, our pulse. Maybe we get warm. Maybe we get fidgety. So you know, notice those symptoms first. Like, okay, now I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting agitated, and calm yourself down. So think about what are the what are the tools and coping skills you have that you use to calm yourself down. And if you don't know what they are, you need to. Go back to the episode about preparation and really think about how you how you manage yourself. Uh, okay, go going back to communication and listening. Listening, as you know, is extremely important in any conversation. And I I must admit I'm not the best listeners myself. Yes, in coaching I try to be, but I know in personal in my personal life sometimes when I'm having in heated discussions, debates with my with with my husband perhaps or my daughter, sometimes I turn into a really poor listener because I'm so focused on just getting my own views, my own points across. Uh, 
I think it's something we all do, and I'm the first to admit that I fall into that trap. So again, to what so what can we do in that situation? Try to calm down, you know, take a few deep breaths, uh, try to remind and basically remind yourself, hey, I need to listen to the other person. I need to show respect by listening to them. And again, not listening to answer, not listening. And at the same time, thinking about what you're going to say next, but really try to listen to understand and listen for, for example, uh, for the facts. What are the facts they're really sharing? What are the, what's the important message they're making? What are the feelings, the emotions, the values that are that they are sharing through their communication? And what are the needs they have? And, and really try to have an open mind. And um, this can be, again, can be quite a challenge, but it's something that we should strive for. And I think as we practice it more, the better we get at it, the better we become. Another tip, when we're thinking about having difficult conversations and how to make sure you know, that, you, that you're able to present your point of view clearly and, 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 and in a way, and then the final step is look for commonalities. Find or focus on things you have in common. Why, for example, a change of behavior will benefit the other person, them, while we change, you know, how it will be good for them, for their career perhaps, but also for the team and for you, for all of you. Or why why you change in how you do, how you work together perhaps changing processes or why you focusing more on a certain project is not good just for you but it's actually good for the whole team for the organization and also for your supervisor so really think about how you can find an alignment in needs and goals that would help you or will help you have a successful outcome of the conversation so I hope these few tips and uh, suggestions on how to manage and prepare for different difficult or challenging conversation that it's been useful for you. And um, good luck, like I said last time. Uh, thank you for listening. My name is Katerina Holmdidio, and I'm your leadership and executive coach.